0: Hello, Marvel fans, and welcome to What's New in Marvel Unlimited, where we take a look at the comics new to the Marvel Unlimited app. As always, there's a great selection of interesting stuff to take a look at. We've done our reading, and now we're here to help you navigate the vast chronicles of comics within the Marvel Unlimited app.
1: It's the start of a new year, the first episode of our Comics Over Time spinoff podcast What's New in Marvel Unlimited. This is Dan, and each week, my daughter Sienna and I We'll be taking a look at which Marvel Comics are releasing digitally through the Marvel Unlimited app. For this week, we're focusing on the week of December 31st, 2023 to January 6th, 2024. Hey there, Sienna. You ready to do this? Absolutely. So, you've been reading some comics for the last few weeks, kind of getting ready, checking out some of the the Marvel Universe through Unlimited. What books have you been enjoying for the last uh, couple of weeks or, or taking a look at as we get ready for this?
0: I've been reading mostly a lot of Spider Man and Loki because they're my favorites. Um, and I've done a couple of other ones. I've read some Daredevil and things like that, which I don't usually read, but I thought they looked interesting. So. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah, there's a new Daredevil season, uh, series that just came out. Number one was recent. There's a number of other new books we've been taking a look at. And a lot of times we're going to focus on first issues and onboard points and things like that when we're talking about these. This week's going to be a little interesting with that. Talk about that as we move along. But we want to kind of just dig in and get started. So each week we're going to take a look at a quick overview of what's coming out. Then we're going to talk about some of the issues a little bit more specifically in terms of what's coming out uh, for Infinity Comics, regular comics, all that. And then we'll finish up with some recommendations, some things that we really enjoyed or wanted to bring your attention to for the week. So to get this started... You can always go out to the marvel.com calendar, out at marvel.com slash comics slash calendar, click on the unlimited tab, and it's relatively good at giving you an idea of what's coming out new this week, but doesn't always have everything, so we're going to go through, I've uh, actually looked in the app, and we made sure that we've got everything, and then we'll talk about what's there. So, Sienna, what do we have new this week in terms of numbers?
0: So total, we have 22 new items, Five of those are Infinity Comics, 15 are regular monthly issues, and Miss Marvel t- number two is both Infinity Comics and a regular monthly issue.
1: Yeah, so there's two different entities that actually, they can look at them, read them separately. So that's a little little unusual. They don't do that for most of them. Uh, we also have no first issues, which is a little unusual. Uh, there's not a lot of Marvel Comics that get to high numbers these days. In fact, if we look on the uh, on the next page, there's only one comic this week, that has a number over 10. It's actually Dr. Afra's up in the 30s. And most of them are like 1 through 5. So there's usually a lot of churn and some number 1s. But that we didn't get this week. There's also new, new back catalog editions. Sometimes Marvel Unlimited will put in books from the 70s or 80s or whenever that they just had not somehow or another gotten the rights to or gotten around to putting in yet. Um, but this week, we're, uh, we're not seeing any of those. There are also two what I would call missing books. All the comics that were that are new on Unlimited this uh week were released in comic stores on, on September 27th. There were two additional Marvel books that came into stores that week. One is the Avengers Annual number no. one from 2023, and the other is Miracle Man the Silver Age number no. six. Miracle Man: Silver Age number no. six is actually a mature-rated title, so I don't think they're putting it intentionally on Unlimited, so that's probably why we don't see that. No idea why the Avengers Annual number no. one isn't there. Maybe that'll make its appearance sometime soon. Might have just gotten slowed down somehow. But so that's that's kind of what we're gonna take a look at. So you mentioned some Infinity Comics. Which Infinity Comics are out there, Sienna?
0: So we have Alligator Loki number 29, Avengers United number 12, Marvel's Voices, number 84, Miss Marvel the New, New Mutant, number two, Spider-Man Unlimited, number 17, and X-Men Unlimited number 120.
1: And have you taken a look at many of these or any of these?
0: Um, I've looked at some of the Spider-Man Unlimited stuff, but I haven't read them completely. And I've been really interested in reading the Alligator Loki ones, but I haven't gotten around to that yet because they just look really cute.
1: Kind of surprised that, yeah, they did not immediately attract you. So the uh, the weird thing is that these, of course, the Infinity Comics are specifically formatted for scrolling so they're intended to be read on a, on your tablet or probably more specifically on your phone because it's big images and not much on a particular page. So it makes it easier to read on a smaller screen just scrolling. I've tried to read through a few of them. Uh, they haven't really caught me that much. So I don't know that I'm necessarily um, ready to convert to Infinity Comics. I'm also maybe, uh, as a you know dad in my 50s, not in the target demographic for Infinity Comics. so. I would be interested uh, over the next few weeks or, or months here to see if Infinity Comics becomes something you actually like. Mm-hmm. Or if you're like, Yeah, just give me the regular comics. So
0: I have looked at them and the scrolling actually makes it a lot easier to comprehend because yep. if you don't have to flip the page, it kind of makes it easier to flow through it. But I like the, I don't mind having to like flip the page and stuff, it's yeah. not that big of an issue.
1: Interesting. Well, cool. So we'll see. I, I think this is something that Marvel's trying. I like the fact they're trying something different to take advantage of the the digital pages, as it were, uh, and a different way for, for people to read. So it's just a matter of whether this is the right way or not. Maybe they're on the right track. We'll, we'll see how it all works out. So, number of these, though. I, uh, I find it interesting also that in a lot of cases it seems like the, the Infinity comics are shorter. Uh, Partly, you know, like X-Men Unlimited, it seems like there's a new one almost every week. And so they're just kind of like weekly snippets of, of comic. And they're generally a lot more brightly colored and a lot more upbeat. There's not a lot of really sort of serious dark action going on in these. So they do seem to be intended to be more of just a fun, quick diversion while you're, you know, sitting someplace waiting or something like that. But, that brings us to the big list of comics now. So, I think we had, what did we say? 15 new, yeah. 16 new comic books, once you include them as Marvel as a double. So, just to kind of give people an idea of where these are at, I divided them into what I call story families, I guess. And a story family would just be groups of comics that are about certain, um, certain branches of the Marvel or certain corners of the Marvel Universe. So depending on what you're interested in, you may find that some of these books are are of more interest to you than others. So first group story family is sort of the Avengers, basically just Avengers books and core titles of some of the main big characters that would have been in like the, the MCU Avengers and stuff like that. So who do we have this week there?
0: We have Avengers number five. Invincible Iron Man number 10, and Immortal Thor number 2.
1: Yeah. So, Thor, Iron Man, Avengers, some pretty classic stuff. I don't think you've read any of these yet, have you? No, I haven't. No, and I don't believe I've ever really given you any Avengers or anything like that. Other than some Ultimate Spider-Man, I think most of what I've given you for comics have been, I guess, more sort of like independent books. Yeah, I didn't
0: read a lot of superhero stuff. It was more just like fun stuff or like it was more my taste is like horror kind of like slice of life sometimes that kind of thing superheroes weren't really a mm-hmm. big thing in my comics that i had. Yep.
1: so i mean over the last couple of years i've given you giant days to read mm-hmm. um mini deaths of lila Starr. i know you like no, um, the lonely at the center of the earth by zoe thoroughgood mm-hmm. i think you like
0: my favorites lot. was one billion genies oh okay that's really good. Or nine billion genies
1: eight billion genies. Yeah. There you go.
0: One nine minus one. I I was I was almost there.
1: <laughs> you were you were you were close. Yeah. That was a fun one. Um Love and Rockets, of course. So a lot of things like that, some of the Archie stuff that was rebooted by Mark Wade. And I, I actually had tried to give you some other superhero comics back in the day. I don't know if you even remember them, but I know they didn't make a whole impression on you. So that's why I kind of figured starting the new year. It would be good to come back and take another look and see what Marvel might or might not have to offer, and so we're going to do this grand experiment and see what we get. So, the next one is Brawlers, I call them. Basically, a lot of the street-level heroes in Marvel. Uh, What what's out there this week for those?
0: Death of the Venomverse number five, Moon Knight, City of the Dead number three, and Blade number three.
1: Right, and you did read one of these, right?
0: Blade which I actually found really interesting. I actually like them a lot. Cool. Yeah.
1: And so now Blade's been around for a long time. Started in Tomb of Dracula number 10 way back in the 70s. Marv Wolfman, Gene Colan. He's a character that has had a lot of sort of interesting things that have happened over the years. Rarely has been able to keep a long series. But there's always some interesting stuff going on. And more now than ever, there have been times when Marvel sort of moved vampires kind of out of the universe almost entirely, uh, and then they brought them back. It looks like this coming year is going to be a big year for vampires in the Marvel universe. So because of that, Sienna smiles. So if you're looking for something maybe to read, um, you're saying you're enjoying these, that the Mm -hmm. Blades are pretty good. Yeah. That might be something to... To start taking a look at if you're looking at being ready for 2024 in Marvel, because there are going to be some big sort of vampire related event elements coming up next year with that.
0: And there's so, only three of them right now, so it's pretty easy to get into. So
1: pretty easy to catch up and yeah. So next thing is the Spider-Verse. We only have one Spider book this week, which Very is kind sad.
0: of sad. Very so, sad. What was it? Uh Spider Man India. And I read all four of them today because I love him.
1: So they're fun, you like them? Yeah. So, what is Spider Man India about? See, because I haven't read them. Um, I'm not as big a Spider fan as my daughter is in many cases. So, if I've watched the Spider Verse movies, how close is that to Spider Man India in terms of the character and characterizations and stuff?
0: I was, I mean, Spider Man always kind of has the same vibe as, like, you know, the sarcastic kind of like making little, like, Mm -hmm comments and stuff during battle which i always like but the costume from spider verse like the movie is different from this one which i really like the one he has in the movie so i was kind of like oh All right. but it's it was still fine um but then if you want like a little synopsis of what happens is basically he lives in this like area in his city and he's like trying to protect it but then there's this big corporation that's trying to like Tear, tear down all their houses and build like this complex of labs or something and so then he's trying to protect his community so that it doesn't get ta- torn down and that but then this guy, this rich CEO guy is like bashing him on the internet and trying to make it seem like he's the reason that that area is not safe and so it's a whole thing and then he's also like having kind of like a conflict within himself with like, his secret identity and his identity as Spider-Man are like clashing. And so there's that kind of aspect too, which I actually enjoyed it because usually I feel like lots of the Spider-Man stuff I've read hasn't had as much um, about like the actual secret identity. It's more about the Spider-Man stuff. And so um, it was kind of, it was kind of cool. It was different, but it was like still the same vibe. So I liked it.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Indeed. Okay, so the next one is Ultimate Universe. This is something that hasn't been around for a while. The Ultimate Universe came out in the early 2000s and actually was very successful. That's where, you know, uh, we, we originally got Miles Morales. It's where a lot of other things came out of that really made it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and stuff. And then it sort of got blown up. And so they're now rebooting the Ultimate Universe with Ultimate Invasion. That's four issues, it's just ending this week uh, with Ultimate Invasion number four coming on to digital, so this is also something that's going to be interesting if you're looking forward to sort of Marvel's plans uh, in 2024 and onward, because now there's a whole new universe they've set up to play in, and again, if you are looking for something to get into that maybe you don't need to have a lot of backstory on, there is a lot of Marvel history kind of folded into it, but this is pretty easy to get into so how about star wars
0: star wars has star wars dr afra number 36 and star wars the mandalorian season 2 number 4.
1: yeah so you haven't been reading these i take it no oh my girl's not a big star wars fan so that doesn't surprise me dr afra's are pretty decent uh the fact that it's made it to numbers 36 is very impressive in terms of Marvel these days, there's hardly any Marvel titles that have a number that's uninterrupted for that long. And then the Mandalorian, that is another one of the the Disney tie-ins that essentially is a an, an adaptation of the TV show story. So if you've watched the TV show, you probably really don't need to watch or to read the Mandalorian. But uh, if you either don't have Disney Plus or you just wanna see the story told a different way that one is out there okay now we come to i guess the the biggest group of the day x titles what do you got for x titles
0: gene gray number two miss marvel the new mutant number two realm of x number two storm number five and x-men days of future past doomsday number three
1: Yep, lots of stuff there no new no first issues Uh, In many cases, this is the hardest thing to just pick up and get into in Marvel, by the way, because the history of the X-Men is astonishingly convoluted for the last 40 years. And there's all sorts of timey-wimey problems and people repeatedly dying and coming back and everything else. So, Ms. Marvel and the New Mutant is probably the best onboarding point here, or, or place to, for somebody who's interested in just reading stories without getting too wrapped up in uh, continuity comes in. All of these are also in the midst of a huge problem right now because there's a sort of a, a villain organization called Orcus that has essentially forced all of the mutants on Earth to leave and they're in hiding and there's a few of them still remaining and there's things going on. So the, as usual, the mutant population of the Marvel Universe is in all sorts of tumult right now. But some interesting stuff there, but it is definitely a little bit uh, a little bit of a mess, kind of as usual. And then we have a fun title. What's our fun title?
0: Marvel Unleashed number two.
1: Did you look at this at all? You know, Marvel Unleashed is essentially like Marvel pets or Marvel animals. So you see Lockjaw and, uh, you know, the frog Thor and stuff like that doing their thing so I like the fact that they're doing some of these a lot of this actually started in unlimited on the digital side and they've realized I think that there's enough interest in it on that side that they've started to take some of these like you know Jeff and and some of these other characters Jeff the baby shark uh, and put them into actual print as well and they're finding that they're doing well there too so there's a there's a a market out there that's been underserved for a while that Marvel's finally starting to sort of realize and then start to publish some things for. So, I added all these up, by the way. Senna, if you bought printed copies back on September 27th of all of the books we're, we're getting this weekend Unlimited, when they came into stores, how much would they have cost? $74.84.
0: That's right.
1: About 75 bucks. This is pretty much normal, I think. Um almost every week the books that come onto Marvel Unlimited, if you bought them in actual paper, would cost almost as much as a Marvel Unlimited subscription. So obviously there's advantages to getting the paper books. As someone who has spent 40 years of my life like carrying around massive long boxes of comics, there are also disadvantages to having the physical titles. But, uh, but price is definitely on Marvel Unlimited side if you just want to be able to read the stories. All right, so next we have jumping on points. Sadly, there aren't any. What a way to start a new year, right? <laughs> Day and this, number one, no number ones. And this is unusual because we've been kind of getting ready for this for a while. There have been a couple of number ones almost every other week when yeah. we've been looking at this, right? So a little strange, but no new story arcs really that I can see. Um, no first issues, so... If you wanted to get in on something, probably your best bet is to find something, kind of like Sienna was saying, with a blade number three or one of these that's got a low number of issues and go back and and take a look that way. As far as bingeable type titles, we're going to talk about those every week. These are ones where the series is either ending or it's completing a major storyline. There are two of them this week. So the two titles that we've got this week are Ultimate Invasion number four. That's actually completed now. So the story is... Uh, at least um, sort of the the origin of the new Marvel Universe is done. If you wanted to read up on that. And then Death of the Venomverse is a five-issue mini series which is completed. So if you wanted to take a look at that, get some information on what all's been going on in the Venom corner of the Marvel Universe, uh, that would be a good time to, to take a look at these as well. So, with that, we've got our recommendations. Mm-hmm. So, my recommendation is actually Ultimate Invasion, number one through four. I think they were fun books. I mean, it's Jonathan Hickman, it's Brian Hitch. The art is great, the story is interesting, the story is weird. Also, it is very much a sort of dark and dystopian uh, story in a lot of ways. So you are going to want to be ready for something that's not necessarily all uh, all happiness. But they've set up an interesting premise for this new universe and now we'll see where it goes from there. well worth taking a look at
0: for my pick i did loki number four which it didn't come out this week technically but it is done and it is one of my favorite ones so that since this is the first episode i thought this would be my first recommendation because it is only four issues it's a finished series and If you're a Loki lover like I am, then it's perfect because it's easy to read and it's got a really cool story. Um, And Loki has black nail polish on. And also at one point he has a female form, which is like, I just loved the whole thing. Everything about like the art and the story. It was really cool because it was a cool story, but it didn't take that long to get through it. And it was just overall, really fun and if you like loki then you're gonna love this series so yeah
1: excellent yeah and that seems quite quite reasonable loki 4 came out just last week so Mm -hmm. still very fresh indeed um all right so ultimate invasion some loki there's a bunch of other stuff out there as well that takes us through the end of the week though so we will be getting ready to uh Wait for next week, read a few more comics, and get back and visit with you. Episode number two is actually going to feature the comics of January 7th to 13th, 2024, that are releasing on the Unlimited app. As of uh, pretty much every week, the comics actually release on the Monday morning of that, so if it says January 7th to 13th, usually the comics are going to drop on Monday morning, be the 8th, and then we're going to do our podcast, hopefully in that evening, and we will... Be able to have it in your podcast feed Tuesday morning, January 9th. So, new books come out Monday. Hope to have you the podcast on Tuesday, and that'll give you some idea of what we some cool things to uh, read going forward into the week.
0: And we'd love to hear from you, so you can email us at unlimited answers at comicsovertime.com or find us on Instagram or Blue Sky at comicsovertime. Make sure to subscribe now in order to get our weekly look at what is new on the Marvel Unlimited app. You can find us anywhere fine podcasts are available, including iTunes, Google, Amazon, Spotify, and our hosting platform, Podbean.
1: Sounds good. Well, it's been a fun week of comics. We will see you again next week.
0: Bye!